1: From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor. Of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there. You get to pick. Do you want to be 37 or 30
2: today? 30. Happy birthday to Gareth Bale. Oh, nice. man who's getting paid a lot to do nothing this if year. If you had
1: said 37, you could
2: have been Carly Lloyd. Yeah, I'm okay.
1: Either one. it's fine. You can't, can't go both, wrong either they're way. They're
2: both really good. First yes. four through the door. Andrew Christensen. Will Boyles. What's up, man? Howdy from Lubbock. He says Matt McSpadden. Daniel Agnew. What's up, y'all? Uh...
1: Ish is out today. He's not out. He's sit, standing on his desk. But uh, yeah. I literally told him, I was like, so um, on today's show, we, are, we have three interviews. So you can sit in the chair... And probably say eight words, or you can just have the day off. And he said... Day off? He said... Who says no? You had me at day off. Yeah. So... Who
2: says no? Today
1: is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019, 135 days until Thanksgiving, episode 785, 785, Warren Newsom's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, 182 games from 1996 to 1998. On today's show, as promised, we have three, three... Count them. Really good interviews for you. One, our old friend... By which I mean we have known him a long time. (laughs) That's what I mean when we talk about Vance Jones, our buddy out there at Belmaray. We caught up with him at the Six Man Coaches Association, uh, as we did with Abbott coach Terry Crawford, keeping it one hundo. And then, back half of the show, yesterday we had a great conversation with our buddy Matt Davenport. Matt Davenport is maybe a name you don't know, but you certainly know his work. Matt Davenport is the guru of the Texas High School Helmet Project. Mm Um, it is at texasfootball.com slash helmets. He is a guy who started this before. He did this before we, we started you know, partnering with him, and so he's a guy who's been in the helmet game for a long, long time. If you ever want to hear his story, uh, we've got him coming up here at the back half of the show, so stay tuned for that. A uh, programming note. We have
2: programming notes, huh? Programming notes.
1: Okay. Uh, the next couple weeks are going to be weird. Uh-huh. So we've got a show tomorrow.
2: Oh, is this where you just tell everyone about your vacation that no one else was thinking about? We've got
1: a show Thursday. <laughs> We've got a show Friday.
2: Yeah, we're fine this week.
1: Fine this week. Got shows the rest of the week. Yeah. Ne- then Saturday morning, we're all packing up and we're driving yeah. down to Houston for the THSCA coaching school and convention. That's true. We will be getting you content. Yeah. But
2: we can't do it live. No.
1: So we will not have a show. Unless m-
2: someone wants to spot us a few grand. Yeah, really. Does anyone want to spot us a few grand?
1: If you want to spot us a few grand, PayPal. It's uh, What's your PayPal?
2: Uh yeah, we don't need to do that here. Uh, Basically the the thing is yeah. we've dealt, we've done this song and dance before but if you're a, a newer a viewer or listener to the show, we will be interviewing a ton of coaches at coaching school from all over the state. Uh, our goal is somewhere in the 50s. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. Um but we cannot stream it live because the convention center likes to charge you thousands upon thousands of dollars for a hardline internet connection. Not not An overstatement. Not an overstatement. Thousands Thousands upon upon thousands thousands of of dollars. dollars. And Max is very
1: rich, but Max also... And I really
2: like you guys, Yes, but I'm not that rich, and I don't like you guys that much.
1: That's exactly right.
2: So we will not have a show
1: Tuesday or Wednesday, or I'm sorry, Monday or Tuesday... But we will be back on Wednesday. So, Mm -hmm. there you go. There is that. Um, So, last weekend, or last Uh week, rather, we were in Wichita Falls at Mm -hmm. the Texas Six-Man Coaches Association uh, Clinic and Convention. Caught up with a number of six-man coaches. One of them, one of our favorites, the head coach of the Balmaray Bears, uh, a six-man legend, a six-man icon, Coach Vance Jones, yeah. we caught up with him. I uh, screwed up the audio. He once again put uh, put up with my nonsense. Uh, the audio, if you're watching the show live, is a little bit wonky. I accidentally
2: uh, did it in mono for the show, yes. so, so it's going to be in your left channel.
1: So one ear is going to is is going to be that's uh, my fault. Yeah, that's fine,
2: but it'll be fixed on the podcast. So you Oops. people listening to it right now are like, I'm yes. not even know this exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we had a great conversation with Balmerade Coach Vance Jones. Here's our conversation here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com, here in Wichita Falls, Texas at the Texas Six-Man Coaches Association Clinic and Convention, here with the head coach of the most remarkable Texas high school football team of all time, the 1976 Marathon Mustangs, and also I guess he's done some
3: other things, it's Coach Vance Jones of Belmaray. Coach, how are things at Belmaray? Great. We've had a good summer, a lot of rain, and it's been cool and cooler than normal, so it's been a good summer.
1: You know what? Whenever you ask coaches uh, how are things are in their town, You can always tell their personality based on whether or not they're talking about the football team or whether or not they talk about how much it rained.
3: And I think we learned a lot about you just (laughs) Well, you know, you you have to to keep count of the rain to get the football field watered. (laughs)
1: Especially out there in Valmarais. So, uh, you know, I want to flash back a little bit to 2018. Last year, you know, we... Coming off of two straight state championship appearances, um, this is a team that... We thought, boy, rebuilding. Losing a really decorated senior class, a lot of guys, a lot of leadership beyond the, the outstanding playmakers. And I, if you guys don't haul off and start surprising some folks, um,
3: how did you see that team grow last year over the course of the season? Well, you know, first we had a good senior leader in Marcus Mendoza, and he stepped it up, and we had uh, some good seniors and And a couple good juniors, but we have a real strong sophomore class. Uh, We've got about 12 or 13 sophomores, and they're very athletic. And we felt like that we had the potential to be pretty good, but we had a lot of learning, you know, some learning curves to to get better at. And you know, we played a pretty tough schedule. At one point, we were two and two, and our kids realized that they had a chance to be pretty good, and they worked hard and and we just got to where we got better as the year progressed and fortunate one district again and made it to the quarterfinals. So we felt like that uh, as coaches that uh, our kids really came a long way. And so now
1: looking forward to 2019, those youngsters are a year, a year older, a little year more season. Seems like you guys are still going to be on the younger, younger end of it, but, but overall whenever you take a look at your 2019 team, how do you think maybe they're going to be different?
3: Uh, yeah, we'll be pretty much similar to the other teams, uh, schematically, but uh, we're going to have uh, three or four seniors that are going to do a good job, and then we've got those uh, juniors that are going to step up, and, and I, I really feel like we have a chance to be uh, really good, you know, and if we can stay healthy and keep maturing, then I think we've got a shot at making a good run
1: uh you're you 're one of the the, the godfathers of six man football in this in this state you 've done a lot of winning um and and here you are at the six man coaches association uh convention and clinic F- from your perspective when you come to an event like this what are you what are you looking to get out of what brings you to an event like this
3: Oh you know I think you 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 never stop learning you know i don 't care how old you are. Uh, you still learn, and I every day I learn one or two things that I can incorporate into what I do, and then you get reinforced on a lot of things you do do. You know, and that's the main thing. I come to clinics is, you know, the camaraderie, of course, and the visiting with the coaches you've known forever. But you, you come and you learn, you know, and that's the main thing. You, if you're not learning, you're not growing. So, uh, But you're, you're also out here trying to get some intel on these teams, right? Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, there's a lot of arm-twisting, you know, behind the back, uh, you know, trying to get a little cue here or there of what they're going to do or might change, so of course you do that.
1: <laughs> uh, I want to ask you about... Uh, football out there in that part of the world you know as you know that's one of our favorite parts of the favorite parts of the state uh, out there in in that country, that that have you felt the since you've even since you've arrived
3: there at Balmoray, have you felt the community really
1: um, really embraces this, this football program
3: oh yeah you know small town Texas is uh, all about football you know it's not just the game it's just it cements a community and uh, the Balmeray people are awesome. Uh, you know they they follow their, our kids no matter where we go and whatever sport we do. But it all starts with football, and I think you'll find that in all small West Texas towns that the the community revo- revolves around the school and what the school's doing. Um, most importantly, the pool's back open. Yes. Yes. Yes, the pool's open.
1: Are you a lifeguard there?
3: Uh, no. <laughs> Are you interested in it? No. <laughs> uh, uh, kids go after practice every day in two days.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, that, that is not surprising. And, and so finally, you know, I'm, I'm interested, uh, kind of from your perspective, um, how you've seen the six-man game grow. Um, this is a a game that obviously back in the in, in the seventies was first incorporated in, in the UIL you know recognized uh, uh, recognizes the UIL state champion now you know here we are that the game the, the state championship games are played at AT&T stadium they're televised um, from your perspective as a guy who's um, <clears throat> been around the block let's just say that uh... how, how do you think what, what's most striking to you about the way that the, that the six-man game has grown in texas
3: you, you know i think uh... media has a lot to do with it uh... when i was in high school we, uh, you know, we only could go to the regional level. You know, one team could get out of district, and so it, it it's grown so far as far as the teams that can compete and have a chance to advance, and then the coverage we get now. Uh, if that one time people said, what is six-man football? There, everybody in Texas knows about it now, and I I I think because we finally got accepted as a legit. And we're allowed to play the same place that the big schools play. That more people have got learned about six man, and y'all's coverage has done a lot to help that. And we, you know, that just made it better than what it was when I was in high school.
1: We realized before we started the interview that this is the fourth time in four years that we've seen each other. We saw each other at the two state championship right. games, then we came out to, to Marathon and now, and now here. Uh, so just, you know, to close it all out, are you tired of us?
3: No, Lord, no. I was just telling you, you know, we'd love for you to come back to Balmoray sometime. <laughs> you got a room? We'll find one. Yeah. Coach, appreciate your time.
1: <laughs> there is Vance Jones, the head coach of the Balmeray Bears joining us out there his uh his career record oh here we go 253 wins and 56 losses
2: there you go pretty good
1: a dude that dude
2: knows how to coach uh kelly paddock guess basting says Basting. basting yeah Yeah, she says uh one of our photographers oh okay yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kelly Guess. Kelly Guess. Good Lord. Yes, I know. I did not know that was her Facebook name. That's crazy. Anyway, she said Vance Joes was her track coach in Bridgeport. That guy has touched How about more that? lives in this state than most coaches it ever will. It's amazing. pretty amazing. He's a He's an awesome dude.
1: I need to go. Yeah, anyway, he has uh, he, he will once again lace them up out there at uh, at Balmoray and uh, they're going to be a problem. Yep. going to be a problem. Anyway, uh, we also caught up with one of our very favorites, the head coach of the Abbott Panthers, uh, Coach Terry Crawford. He is a big muckety-muck with the Texas Six-Man Coaches Association. I think he's our UIL liaison, I think is what Maybe. he said. Yeah. Uh, so he's a big muckety-muck. He took a little bit of time away from his very important business uh, to chat with us. Here's our conversation with Abbott Coach Terry Crawford here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tupper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here at the Texas Six-Man Coaches Association Convention and Clinic here in Wichita Falls, Texas joined by the, the reason we're here. This is the guy in Terry Crawford of Abbott who slid into my DMs and said... Hey man, like you should, uh, you should get out here. Well,
4: here we are, coach. There you go. Hey, we appreciate it. You know, you get, you get Dave Campbell's here. You get validity to your game. So Listen. we're just looking for a little respect.
1: You ask, and we show up. Um, you know, first and foremost, obviously this is, this is a big event for, for the six-man coaches community. Uh, I've asked a couple of other coaches this, but but I'm interested, you know, when you come to an event like this, what is it that you're trying to get out? You've been in this game long enough. What are you trying to get out of this?
4: You know, learn, first of all. This is an opportunity. We can go to a lot of clinics and learn football, but this is the clinic we come to to learn six-man football. And so it gives us an opportunity to come together and network and, and spend some time with coaches around the state and learn some new things. And, you know, this I'm not knocking any of the other associations, but this one is special. I mean, you can sit down. I can go and, and sit down with anybody, and there's no secrets. They'll tell you everything they know. So, you know, it's just it's a good time to reconnect with the six man community and, and uh, catch up on some X's and O's, and meet you know meet up with some of our friends from across the state. Yeah, because
1: the one thing that I found interesting is that they, there seemed like you know here we are in Wichita Falls, relatively centrally located, and yet it seems like there is folks from all over the state that have flocked here it seems like this is a really outstanding turnout for an event like
4: this. absolutely you know and and we're growing every year and and there's more and more you go into the the main lectures and you know it's packed we had coach Purcell here yesterday and what a blessing you know unbelievable feedback (laughs) unbelievable feedback you know he, he it's it's nice to have guys that have all those state championships that come down and, and tell you hey I love your game you know and it, it, again it just uh it, it's helping to grow our game and and that's what we're trying to do. Do you feel like you know you mentioned
1: grow the game that's always something I'm interested in you know 11 man football everybody knows it six man it seems like there is that you know there's that that room for growth do you feel the the, the game growing here in the state?
4: Yeah I, I think so you know and and there's there's a misconception out there you know that it's you know it's not real football well you know I challenge you I, I can put on some some tape and show you that it, it's real football you know um, you know I had an opportunity uh, Ty Brown he used to be with the American Football Coach Association uh, told me one time he said the first six-man game I ever saw was your Calvert game in 08 and that was a slugfest he said I loved it you know and and I think you know you, you've got those games that are blowouts and everybody thinks it's you know it's it's not real football but you you go find the, the real football program or the the, the you know the dominant six man programs, uh, and you're going to see good football. You know you're going to see really good football, and, and I think there's a lot of people missing out on it. But but again, it's growing, um, and that's part of, we're you're, you know we're now part of the Friday night shows. We're we're at AT and T, and so more people are becoming aware of our game, and, and it and it's really going to benefit us in the long term.
1: Let's talk about your Panthers, Darren Abbott. Um, last year. Um, I'm interested in how you would characterize last year's season. Uh, it seemed like there were moments where it seemed like you guys were on the precipice of really breaking through, just maybe not enough.
4: Um, inconsistent. Yeah. You know, um, young kids, that's not an excuse, that's a statement of fact. Young kids didn't understand the process that, that got us to where we were. They just were were... F- Fell into that false belief that because we put on the black and gold and it said Abbott on our chest, that we were just going to continue to win. And we got away from a little bit of our core principles and, and our work ethic and uh, our studying and, and our preparation. Uh, and by the end of the year, you know, we were really, really persistent. The unique thing in a small school is you have to have coaches across the board that believe in, in, in the process. Um, you can't just do it in football season, you got to do it football, basketball, baseball, track. Um, and by the end of the year, if you look at our success in baseball and track, Track, our young kids are starting to understand. And so we hope that's going to carry over into football. We just need to prepare better. Um, and, and that's, you know, we've seen a good, uh, I'm, I'm not back home. Uh, Kyle's back home. Uh, got a three week old baby. Uh, and so he didn't make the trip up here but i text him and said hey how many people were at workout this morning he's you know we, we had 17 kids at workout this morning that's good for us so uh really really buying into it and we hope that's going to pay off come fall
1: and so then you, you look forward to 2019 uh give me an idea of, of what we think this team is going to look like what is do you think is going to be the identity of this team
4: well i i, I think we're going to get back to the basics a little bit i think we got away from that last year you know what makes us us and, and that means there's going to be some teams that are going to be physically better than us still um but we're going to do what we've done in the past our kids are going to be a year smarter our year our kids are going to be a year bigger and that's going to be the big thing for us still not going to have outstanding speed we might not have that that guy that throws the ball great but uh we're going to execute a lot better and hopefully come fourth quarter we're going to be conditioned well enough that we're going to we're going to be able to put some people away in the fourth quarter
1: finally only because you brought it up uh how is grandpa life
4: man it's the greatest thing ever I can't wait until he gets a little bit older because I can't wait for my son to say, well, you never did that for me. And, and, and I'm going to say exactly, cause I had to raise you. I get to spoil this one. So now that was a long, hard process for Colin and, and Karen, you know, I really hope they open up about that, but, uh, they tried for a long time. And then this little dude is a absolute, uh, godsend and he's a blessing to our family. And, um, the hardest thing is we live. Two houses away, so <laughs> um, don't want to overstep our boundaries a little bit. But they've been good about, you know, uh, hey, why don't you come over and see the baby? So it's it's been it's been it's been great. Do you have
1: projection on a position quite
4: yet. Um, quarterback. He's going to be just like his dad. You know, he's he's going to be a quarterback. So uh, although he does seem to. You know, his mom's probably the better athlete in the family, but don't tell him I said that, but, you know. No, it's okay. This, is, this isn't recorded. Uh, this recorded. This mic isn't even on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Kara was a college basketball player. Kyle was a college golfer, so, you <laughs> know I mean? I mean, let's keep it real. So, Coach, appreciate your time. Thanks.
1: There he is, Terry Crawford, head coach of the Abbott Panthers. Joining us. Good at giving you a hard time. Man, he is one of the – tft slash dctf live OGs.
2: one of the greatest guests we've ever had on the show that was we love him
1: that was one of the first like super memorable interviews we did yeah because we talked with him i think the monday after they won
2: the title actually here i'm gonna stop you right there the first person who can tell me what was so funny about that interview and what we've talked about on this show over and over and over will get a free dave campbell book oh wow yeah let me stop you right there greg because that was one of my, it is. It's like, it's a touchstone. Mm-hmm. It's one of the original interviews that was like, this show could be a lot of fun. Yeah. And his, his answer after they won the uh, the state championship was pretty great.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and as we mentioned, congratulations to uh, to the Crawford family. He just became a, a pop pop. Yeah. grandpa. And I know he was really fired up about being a grandpa. So, really appreciate uh, Terry Crawford taking some time away from his very, very busy schedule to chat us up. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Okay. So
2: um, I had some.
1: I Had some lunch delivered while I was here. Another, was uh, here. we're we're
2: doing another bit here that the podcasters can't see. No,
1: I'm just saying that I just mm. saw Robel Melissa...
2: walking with your food, walking with my towards your desk to drop it off.
1: We don't know. We and don't. There know. he
2: goes, leaving your desk. We without don't know it right
1: what now. he was doing. We don't know what he was doing.
2: And as usual, I apologize to podcast listeners who cannot see the things Greg is doing on camera.
1: Anyway, so uh, speaking of fun things and funny funny people talking like. Sports. Uh, Yesterday, we had a visitor in studio. Uh, I had actually... Had you met him in person?
2: Nope. Just lots of emails. But good Lord, we've exchanged a lot of... We've talked a lot.
1: Uh, The man behind the Texas High School Helmet Project. For those who don't remember, the Texas High School Helmet Project uh, was a a website that was... It's up there with Texas Bob. It's up there with all of these... I mean this in a very nice way. One of these like one-off kind of odd websites mm-hmm. that only exist in a place like texas mm-hmm. high school football run by these wonderful weirdos mm-hmm. and uh basically he designed helmets graphics for each high school football team in the state and it was unbelievable and then one day it went away and we all, we freaked all lost out. our minds we all yep. we all lost our minds But we have partnered with him uh, to bring it to texasfootball.com, texasfootball.com slash helmets. And Matt Davenport is his name. He sat in this chair yesterday. We had a great conversation kind of about his creative process, how he came up with this whole idea. Here's our conversation with Matt Davenport of the Texas High School Helmet Project here on Texas Football Today. Folks who follow texasfootball.com will be familiar with our next guest. Of course, the man behind... Maybe they don't know your face, but they definitely know your work. Uh, we are joined by Matt Davenport. Matt Davenport is our high school helmet guru here and formerly of the Texas High School Helmet Project. Uh, Matt, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Um, I guess the the big question probably anybody who's watching this wants to know is uh, is how in the world did you get involved in making hundreds upon hundreds bordering on thousands in fact probably thousands Yes, yeah, more than thousands of this point. Yeah. of texas high school helmets
0: uh, how did you get involved in this uh, because i don't have a life <laughs> <laughs> brother <laughs> welcome to the club welcome to the club yeah no uh when i was in college i operated it was 1atexasfootball.com i did that for five, four or five years uh, i was coaching at the time uh, went up in classification didn't have much interest in 1a texas football anymore Uh, but while i was operating that side i was like i'm gonna make helmets for every school in 1a Uh, because on that side you know i had scores i did rankings standings everything so um, something to add to it do helmets well once my interest for 1a kind of went away i still had the interest in helmets so i thought i'll do this for everybody
1: and so the texas high school uh helmet project was born And I know that, like, it became one of those sites that, especially among nerds like us, like, we were always on. Was there a moment where you kind of looked around and you go, oh, this has gotten a lot bigger than I thought it would get?
2: Uh,
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Not as far as, I guess, publicity, per Mm -hmm. se, or, you know, recognition, just the mass sheer amount of files I had and keeping up with what i had and making sure it was accurate of course i got a little carried away a few times and <laughs> did did some other states but and colleges but uh, uh, as far as people looking at the website or what it become that never overwhelmed me but just the sheer yeah. amount of data and information I had, it is because it it's overwhelming
1: right because the thing is we're not talking about just uh, the Lake Travis Cavaliers or the the Katy Tigers, right? We're talking about every program in the state uh, doing their helmet. So, can you take us maybe through the process of, of making a helmet? Let's say that we're launching Tepper High School. Uh, how 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 do you create the helmet that that we see on TexasFootball.com/slash helmets?
0: I am very OCD as far as detail. <laughs> um, I've noticed. <laughs> When I get pictures from individuals, game pictures, and they're kind of grainy or far away, that doesn't do me much good because of my detail. Mm -hmm. You know, so like I said, OCD about it. But you know, a large picture of the helmet. um, If you follow me on Twitter, I've got some that I've I've posted that are good examples of what I need. Um, Clear picture both sides people will send me one side that doesn't help me you know it is that is that picture of the panther is it facing the front or the back or is there a number a lot of coaches Mm. are going to numbers on the side of the helmet so I really need to see both sides of the helmet Uh, to make it really easy if the coach will send me the decal proof the decal company Mm. has uh, if I don't have that I'll have to recreate it Uh, the coach over at Seminole he sent me their helmet back probably about in March asked me to make it and I emailed him back I said can you get You know, take it the picture at the angle of what the helmet is. So then I had he did he did, and then I had to cut it out. You you know, know. to fit the the right design of the helmet. But
1: and and your graphics have changed over just in the past couple of years because I I mean I know that the original helmets that we saw on the Texas high school helmet project before we partnered with you um, were obviously great but are were a different design these have more of a three-dimensional look to them these have a little bit more depth to them um has that has that been an adjustment for you as far as making those those helmets a little bit different no not not really once
0: i i get my template set up and know you know it's not just putting the decal on you know it takes some three-dimensional works uh for those decals you know you can't just paste them on there and have the look of they're on a helmet Uh, but once i figure out you know where to put it what to do to it, I can take any detail I want to.
1: It's Matt Davenport, uh, texasfootball.com slash helmets here on uh, texasfootball.com Today. get involved the conversation hashtag TF today. Uh, I guess, like, you do this on the side, obviously. This is yeah. not your, you know, we do, we should probably say Matt Davenport is Technically employed by Dave Campbell's Texas <laughs> Football, we pay you to, to to update the helmets for for the site. But uh, I also know what we pay you, and it is not enough to live on. No. So what <laughs> do you what do you um what do you do for a living? What what like how do you is this just a way to stay involved uh, with with high school football uh, aside from your straight gig? Right.
0: No, it's it's a hobby. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had an interview, golly, probably about eight years ago. <laughs> My favorite line is, some people hunt, some people fish. Mm-hmm. I make helmets. <laughs> 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 uh, that was my, I don't know, 28, 29-year-old yeah. self saying that. Yeah. But, no, I enjoy it. It's uh, relaxing. It's, a—it's a, you know, kind of time I can be by myself. But what I do for a day, day job, uh, I'm the assistant superintendent of White'sboro Independent School District. Uh-huh. I'm over our business and finances, so uh, – the passage of House Bill 3, if y'all have heard of that, that's <laughs> causing me some stress right now. Uh, but. <laughs> I, I bet
1: so.
2: Um, do you have a background in graphic
1: design? Not a bit. Really? Not a bit. I think that, that's maybe the most yeah, shocking that's, thing. Uh,
2: but I, I find that a lot of people who get passionate about this are, are really just kind of self-trained. I'm the same way. I was never taught. It's just kind of, when you want to really try to figure out how to do something, you won't stop till you get it right.
0: And that's what, you know, I, I operated the website. I had no mm-hmm. training with websites yeah. either, mm-hmm. no classes. Um, Years ago, I would look at the, the HTML code and yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah,
1: man, yeah. We're, <laughs> you're we're cut from the same cloth. that's yeah. that's very uh, very much on brand for us. So then, are there helmets? Um, first and foremost, I guess we should also mention um, if you want to if you go to texasfootball.com/helmets yep. and you're a coach watching or just a, a fan, I guess, yeah. and you're interested in getting your team's helmet updated. Even if, it's the, even if the helmet hasn't changed, we can put it in the new, the new kind of three-dimensional graphic uh, logo, which I, I love and I know we use all the time for layouts and things like that. So, so it's not just people who have changed their helmet, but also for people who just want to get it in the new right, format, right? Right,
3: right.
0: Well, that's what I was telling Max. Uh, the first one we started this, I guess about January, yeah. first one I got, Coach sent me the information, I sent him back the old helmet design and he goes, can we get this in a newer type helmet? So I told, told Max, I said, right, let, "Let me figure something out." So.
1: Yeah. Do you? Um. And then the other thing for me that that struck me, this, whenever you send these coaches their helmets, right? You you go and you redesign Max High School, right? And then the coach will go and tweet these things, and it feels like it's just built a lot of momentum, and it feels like it's it, like a lot of coaches are just like keeping up with the Joneses right now.
0: Right. But it's it's awesome. I mean, they see it. Um, of course, some people use them for their goal boards, sure. you know, in their locker rooms, uh, their schedule. Um, so if you got one, you want them all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Twitter's helped put a lot of traction.
1: <laughs> um, Is there a helmet that stands out that you found particularly challenging? Is there a helmet that, that – uh, or, or two or six or whichever one? I'll tell you
0: what's challenging for me as mm-hmm. far as design, designing the st- – the stripes, you know, the pennant ones that oh, had yeah. the designs on yeah. them. Those, those kind
2: yeah. of. Yeah. I'm curious too, uh, because really, the important thing here is you you love this. You've seen all the helmets, the designs, all these schools come up with the classics, the new ones. I think the first question is we t- we all talked about how helmets are changing constantly. It's hard to keep up with them. But the first one is favorite helmet designs of all time. Oh yeah. high school football, and then follow up. I know. Not all the new designs are your favorite, but are there a couple of new ones that you actually think are cool?
0: All-time favorite design. I won't change this. It's still Arlington Lamar. Yeah, mm, it's, a it's, a school, never, it's a great one. It's a great one. High school never. I mean, I've watched them play one time in the early '80s, yeah. but it's it's a classic. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Um, that's would be my all-time favorite. That is a good one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, new one. New
2: one. I do like the the one design that I'm kind of cool with is like the, the three color shift, like where it's right. the, the stripe that goes around that wraps around I, the back. I
0: was fixing to say Midlothian Heritage. Yeah, have, it's kind of like a that. Perfect example. And I don't know if y'all have the, yeah, the, the new newer decal they put out because I've the newer got one their you sent it to me. Yeah, uh, the AU Concepts designed their helmet. They're their yeah. decal.
2: I really like sharp. the uh, I like I really like the Dickinson one. Now yes. with the three colors, the the stripe that goes around the back, the blue, the white, and then the D, the classic D is still Was it there.
0: Jersey Village.
2: Yeah, they they were I, one of the first ones to do it with the purple and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that look. That's like the only one of the, of the new helmets. I'm like, you will have one this next year. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. John Neal, longtime viewer of Texas football today, will be very excited about that.
1: Well, and you know, another thing for I'm interested in is is you know, obviously you you're using this to to stay involved in Texas high school football. Uh, on on a on a Friday night, where where are you? What are you doing on 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 you know a random Friday night in in October?
0: Probably at Bearcat Stadium, here yeah. in Whitesboro. Um I've got my two older kids will be juniors next year. My son's not a football player, but they're both in the band, mm-hmm. so that's so where, I, where I'll be on Friday. They're nights. involved
1: then. Yes. Yeah. They're committed to, to Friday night. Well, I got to tell you, we are, we're so thrilled to be partnered with you. I know that this was a big push Max had, um, you know, as far as getting these graphics up on TexasFootball.com. I think it's, it's such an important part of, of just, you know, the, the, the color of, of Texas high school football. You know, we talk about the, the great players. We talk about, you know, the coaches and things, but there's so many things that go into it, you know, and, and with so many different programs, um, there's just a lot of ways that you know this is this is a, a great way to recognize all these different programs so i think i speak on behalf of texas high school football nerds everywhere when i say thanks thanks so much for for all you do because this is it, it really is i think uniquely texan to have one guy who is this obsessed with this i mean that in the most in the most positive way uh that i think that you know i hope you know that what you're doing there's a lot of people out there who really appreciate it and
0: that's what you know, it, it's a hobby. Yeah. You know, I enjoy doing it. Uh, I enjoy helping people. So, I mean, it, it's just something I enjoy to do and continue to do it. So if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, Twitter. I don't know all that stuff. What's my, <laughs> what's my handle? I don't, it's, I, is I, it <laughs> Helmet HS? Is that right? I think I think that's it. At Helmet HS. At Helmet
1: HS. It's yeah. the Texas High School Helmet Project. Yeah. And, of course, uh, TexasFootball.com slash helmets. So you can find all of Matt Davenport's outstanding work and information on if you want to. Submit one. Do you, do you have an idea, and I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably putting you on the spot of a question you don't know. Do you have any idea of, like, what percentage of helmets have been updated with the new graphics?
0: Jeez, a lot. Oh, uh, forty 40%? Maybe. Yeah, I'd
2: probably say 40. That's probably a
0: good one. 6A? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. Half a 5A, a 35A. Right.
1: Well, yeah. we're, we're thrilled to have you in. Uh, we're, we're, we're thrilled to be partnered with you at texasfootball.com slash helmets. And we're, we're thrilled to keep the Texas High School Helmet Project alive yeah. because I know this is, as I mentioned, this is a, a site that uh, I know a lot of people relied on. And when it went dark there for a minute, everyone panicked. Everyone, <laughs> especially the two of the three people in this room.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I would have never known because you talked about, you know, if, when I Did I recognize what I have? Yeah, right. yeah I did. a sheer data. But, yeah. you know, that, that reaction that yeah. when I no longer did it. Because we yeah. could have been
2: the only ones. No. I, I know we weren't. No, when I was at the Statesman, I mean, it was a fun website that we would kill time at in Austin. And that mm-hmm. was the late 2000s. I mean, this is way before you right. shut it down. But even then it was like it would be all the sports writers sitting around the room at the Statesman being like,
1: this guy's site is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he is Matt Davenport. Find him on Twitter at HelmetHS and find his outstanding work at TexasFootball.com slash Helmets. Uh, Matt, appreciate you stopping by and appreciate all your hard work.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm just as thrilled as y'all are. I'm probably more thrilled to be a part of TexasFootball.com. Thank you. There
1: he is, Matt Davenport, uh, the mastermind behind the Texas High School Helmet Project. Of course, TexasFootball.com slash Helmets. Uh, is where you can find all of the Texas high school football helmets. Probably, as you mentioned, 30 to 40% are probably updated in the new graphics. And so even if you're a coach and you're listening to this, even if you haven't changed your helmet in forever, Odessa Permian has not changed the helmet in forever. But you can get it in the new kind of three-dimensional format. And by the way, those are available for uh, your graphical use. Uh, we would ask that you kindly credit TexasFootball.com, but those are for the public, yeah. this is this is a, I guess a public service
2: in some ways, kind of. A lot of what we do is, but it's anyway,
1: TexasFootball.com/helmets. Appreciate Matt Davenport for all his hard work as well as stuff. He's awesome. Yesterday, He's, great
2: addition to the team. Yes,
1: very very good. We're we're proud to have him on his work on TexasFootball.com.
2: He's to come hang out more often. Get get
1: TexasFootball.com/helmets. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment: Final Thoughts.
2: There are so many final thoughts today. Many final thoughts. Hang on to your butts. Holding on to my butt. Jacob John asks two questions convention-related. What is your favorite convention city and/or convention center? The only answer is New Orleans. <laughs> Second, are I you? I think b- he meant for THSCA. The only answer is New Orleans. Are you bringing? I've have I not suggested before that the Texas High School Texas High School Coaches Association and Convention should be in New Orleans? Look, I have I brought am, this up multiple am, times.
1: Y- you know my stance.
2: My stance is,
1: we need it at a casino.
2: Yeah. That's all. That's all. I I get New Orleans. You get casino. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. God, the Texas economy. So easy. Uh, Are you bringing back the wheel of questions? And do you need questions for it, Jacob, my man? Your timing is impeccable. The
1: answer to both of those questions is yes. Oh hell yes! We are bringing back the wheel of questions. It's sitting up there right now. Um, We do. If you have a good question for coaches, um, we're thinking. Okay. I want to be clear. How, we, need we need
2: a submission system. We do need a submission system.
1: Email or Twitter. Tweet them. At Tepper. Tweet them at Tepper. Yeah. At T-E-P-P-E-R. Yeah. yeah. Um, tweet them to me. A couple of ground rules, though. Yeah. Okay. First of all, these need to be fun questions. Yeah. I don't want to know, um, you know. What's your favorite color? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Things like that. These I, need to be fun we, I questions. I trust these guys. Fun questions. questions. Secondly, they need to be appropriate questions.
2: Folks. Yeah. I don't know. It might be entertaining just for us to read it. We'll never use it. Generally appropriate
1: (laughs) uh, questions. Uh, And third, they need to be answerable in a way that is relatively brief. Like, I don't want him, I don't want a coach to be like, oh, well, this is going to take 15 minutes to to answer this question. So, things like that. But if you have a question that you would like to put on the question wheel that we will ask coaches at THSEA Coaching School Convention, uh, tweet them to me at Tepper, at T-E-P-P-E-R. We will select some great ones and uh, do it.
2: Yeah, and we'll give you a shout-out if your question makes the wheel of questions. We will definitely do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rob Hadaway, our man in Southlake, says, I keep seeing articles about the horns down. Guess the latest is the only time a penalty flag is thrown if it is directed at a player. I am a big UT Longhorn fan, but I don't see why this is such a big deal. As a UT player, is it just so disrespectful that they think a flag needs to be thrown? If it were me and I were a player, it would just get me more fired up. Just part of the game. I agree. So my general
1: uh, stance on all of this uh, and in my general stance, I think in life and all of sports, yeah. is uh, talk your mess. Yeah. As long as you back it up. Yeah. Uh, but if you talk your mess and you don't back it up, prepare to hear about it. Yeah. So that's why I loved the the United States women's national team. Yeah. Uh, I know that they were like, oh, there was that great article in in England. It was like, is the United States too arrogant? <laughs> it's like. Bro, <laughs> this is the best team in the world. Yeah. Like, yes, and then they went out, they won the World Cup. Yeah. That is what I, I believe. And if, if you want to talk your mess, if you want to taunt, yeah. that's fine, yeah. but make sure you back it up.
2: Right, and you and I are on, on the same side of the spectrum from different uh, viewpoints. Mine is, if you don't like it, stop them. Yes. If you don't want people taunting you, absolutely beat their ass. Yes. That's it. That's the easy That's, the easy that's, way, that's way to put it. All that's all it is. an easy way that's to
1: solve cool. everything.
2: Uh, by the way, Ember Keith, uh, with a great submission already, what is your spirit animal? <laughs> Ooh. that is a really simple one that would be hilarious to ask coaches because they, well, these are not some, I, mean, I don't want to generalize, not necessarily the most introspective guys. So to force them to have to think about, this, Oh no, no, no Pretty no. amazing. I would even go like to the point of
1: like, um, too busy to be introspective. they are Yeah, they are. But Ember knows this. They are. She knows. Just, this. Yes. Yeah. Like you. Like, and, and the other Better thing than is most. like, there's going to be some coaches who have definitely thought about it. And they're gonna be like, Oh my, my spirit animal is definitely a zebra a and, because of this. Yes. Um, but then there are other ones that I'm going to ask that question. They're going to go, the hell are you talking about city boy? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. That's a great question. That's going on. The, that's going on the wheel.
2: Uh, favorite coach to coach against also that's from Phil Vaney. I like yeah, that one. I do like that. Favorite coach. to that coach We against. had a question yeah. last
1: year that I, I, I might carry over, um, that I really liked was, uh, what's your favorite stadium besides your own
2: to play in to play? In? I do. Yeah. That was a great one. Um, I did enjoy that. You know, so those are good ones so far. Uh, Ember Keith also says, uh, have enjoyed the show today. Great interviews. Lots of love for the interviews today. What you're saying is you're tired of us talking and you like the interviews with other people. Less me. Yeah. (laughs) Less us, more interviews. Well... We are making, I think, one change to the show in the fall that we think you guys will like if you like interviews. So there's that. Um, Enjoy the show today. Great interviews. We have a new A this year at Abernathy, and Mm -hmm. it's pretty sweet. Our old A was grandfathered in on some things like fields and buses, but I like our new A, too. I hope we have it. We want to update that helmet. I like it. Tell the coaches to to email us and let us know what that new helmet's going to look like. Andrew Christensen, who, by the way, won the contest. He said... Terry Crawford likes to keep it 100. 100% and true. And that is true. He will uh, Andrew, uh, who always asks the best questions, gets a uh, Dave book, so that's cool. Uh, he says, are there any helmets that haven't been updated that you guys think are better than the current helmets? I look at the Monday helmet on the site, and I think it's better than the current one they have. That's a good question.
1: Um, there are some. I mean, I'm, I'm always... I like the modern look, but if you're giving me a, if you're giving me a question... Um, it, of like old school versus new school. I, I will, I will always take the old school. Uh, but that said, um, you know, I understand that uh, that you got to change with the times, man. And I just don't want to be an old man. Yeah,
2: eh, fair enough. Uh, Santa and Linda Rios uh, saw a picture during Hurricane Barry calling Louisiana French Texas. So having the convention in New Orleans would be good. French Texas is not a bad description for Louisiana. I can live with this. Um. But like I said, I just any excuse for me to be hanging out in New Orleans, no offense to Houston or San Antonio. Oh, I guess if pressed, best convention city is the one that I live in. That's the actual answer. Yes, and it never happens um, here. So. I like
1: I mean, look I'll just say this that, that it used to be that uh, it would rotate three different ways, the THSEA Coaching School and Convention, it would rotate San Antonio, Houston, and Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought Fort Worth was on par with San Antonio and Houston, not better, not necessarily worse. Right. Um, so I wouldn't mind if they went back to Fort Worth, but I do like road trips, and That's I like true. going. I like going to Houston. Uh, I eat good. Um, good folks down there, and uh, yeah. And it's, I like uh, going both places. Yeah. So oh, sorry, Mike.
2: on that note, Phil Vaney is already trying to get us to uh, go have barbecue with him this weekend. We will not have time no. to leave the convention area. That mm-hmm. is how this usually goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Saturday, the crew is kind of divided in half. There are two sides. Half, there are some will be at the Hall of Honor banquet. The half of the DCTF crew will be honoring uh, Greg Tepper at the Hall of Honor banquet, and the smart ones mm. will be at NRG watching yeah. Real Madrid versus Bayern Munich. Look, I'm, I'm,
1: extremely, I'm extremely honored by the, the Texas High School Coaches Association. Yes. Um,
2: mm-hmm. That said, I mean... Why couldn't they have it at the game? Why can't they? Have the bank Why can't the they just at uh, halftime? Yeah, right. So Twenty minute halftime, right? Might as well. No big deal. Um, we got more. You can't get quick oh trying to grab gosh. the trophy. We're not done. I'm hungry. Uh, there may be, uh, there may be a chance for TFTers to hang with us. I'm working on that. I don't mm-hmm. know yet. I got to run it by the the powers that be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be at Spanish Flowers at one point. I can promise you that. If you camp
1: out at Spanish Flowers, if for you three are, days, if you hang out, you'll at see us at least twice. Yeah.
2: If you're at Spanish <laughs> Flowers. Just sitting there for four straight days, even through Tuesday, you will find us at one point Mm -hmm. because we will be at Spanish Flowers. That is definitely happening. Um, And I think that's it. That's going
1: to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Texas Football Today.